Welcome to Whitefields Church Podcast. Our focus is to help you grow relationally, emotionally, and spiritually. I hope you enjoy the message. Put on Christ. What does that mean? Well, we're going to read in Romans 13. I'm reading from the New King, New King James Version. And uh, also, I'm um, following up on Vic's message today. He was talking about the, um, the unseen realm and the unseen side of us. Very important that we uh, address the uh, unseen realm in these uh, times that we're living in. So it says, And do this, knowing the time, that now is high time to awake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of, of light, which is Christ. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts. Okay, so there's going to be a couple of scriptures I'm going to read here about the light, the armor of light, the light of the Lord. That's putting on Christ. Uh, in the um, message uh, version, which I usually don't read the message version, but there was a quote on that scripture in it and said, be up and awake to what God is doing. How many of you know that we need to be awake to what God is doing this hour? There's uh, so many things happening in our country and in our world, and we need to pay attention to what God is saying. Okay, and the, the Passion Translation says, the night's darkness is dissolving away as the new day of destiny dawns, which a day of destiny is dawning. The Lord is going to return. It may be sooner than we think. He's coming back. So we must once and for all strip away what is done in the shadows of darkness, removing it like filthy clothes. And once and for all, we clothe ourselves with the radiance of light as our weapon. I like that. The radiance of light is our weapon. Okay, so um, I'm going to go to Ephesians 5. 11, which is a cross-reference off of this scripture. I was thinking about, um, I'm just going to give a little bit here about what I'm going to share with you later. I've just been watching the news and thinking about all the things that are going on in our world and in our country now. Mark and I have been serving the Lord for a really long time, for like, what is it, 40 years, dear? Something like that, 40? 47 years, yeah. And anyway, since he came up in 1972 and got saved, I came in 73. And so much has changed in the kingdom of God and the spiritual realm since then. Um, it's just a, a different time that we're in altogether. And we need to uh, be aware of that and be alert. Okay, so Ephesians 5:11 says, And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light, for whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore, he says, awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. There is the reference to the light. The light is Christ. We're putting on Christ. And then it says, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. 
Okay, now I want to highlight one thing there in that scripture where it's talking about circumspectly, circumspectly, walking circumspectly. That actually means carefully. Circumspectly means carefully or walking cautiously, sensitively, as a person would walking through thorny terrain. Okay, well, so that is how we need to be walking right now, cautiously, sensitively, like we're walking through thorny terrain. Think about if you were walking through thorny terrain. You would, you'd want to be very careful where you step because you don't want to step on one of those thorns. That would be painful. And that is the season we're in. We need to walk cautiously, carefully, sensitively, and walk as we're going through thorny terrain. Because, you know, there's landmines out there right now. There is. In the spiritual realm, there is. Um, I was talking to a friend the other day, and um, she was explaining to me some of the things she was going through. I said, yeah, I'm experiencing the same thing. In this season we're in, the heightened spiritual warfare can throw us off our game if we're not paying attention, okay? Because the enemy does not want us to move forward, okay? How many of you know that? He does not want us to move forward. He wants to keep us uh, all wet, wrapped up in our own things and not be looking to him and paying attention to him. And that's why we have to be careful because uh, right now there is um, a war going on in the spirit. And this has been going on for a while, but now it's getting more intense. Back in June, I believe it was, the Lord uh, gave me a prophetic word about the nations raging. Uh, little did I know back then when I gave that word that this, what was going to happen in Afghanistan. The nations are raging. I mean, there's a lot of things happening right now. And... Uh, Thank you for all of you who are praying for Afghanistan, the people there, because it's an ongoing process, and it is by no way, shapes, or means contained. It's just a lot of chaos, a lot of people trying to get on the planes that our country is providing now. We're trying to uh, undo what we did, which is another matter altogether. And when uh, something happens in the physical realm, Something happens in the spiritual realm as well, okay? And the sooner we recognize that, the sooner we can be smart and be wise and not unwise, as that scripture is saying, and ask the Lord what he is doing. What does he want us to do in this season? What are we to be doing? Because um, our, our president is under attack right now. He's done some pretty lame things, and he's paying the price for it. Basically, all the countries in the world right now, the leaders are saying, wow. Who is this guy? What is happening to America? But I believe, and there's been words spoken about this, I believe that the Lord is going to save America. I don't think we're done yet, okay? But it's going to take some work. It's going to take some perseverance. And in the meantime, while it's being fought out uh, in the spiritual realm, there's things happening in the physical realm, and we've got to be lined up with God so we don't miss what he's saying. We need to be boldly speaking the word of God, speaking truth in the face of darkness, because the enemy is speaking all kinds of lies right now, especially in America. It's like the gates have been let down and the floods are coming in. But our hope is in the Lord, and we know the answer. We know that we win, okay? But there are many, many, many people who do not know the Lord who are walking in darkness and fear right now. It's important that we let our light shine. It says we're to be like a city on a hill, letting our light shine out so that the unbelievers can see it and be drawn in, and so that they are not terrified in this time we're in. 
I mean, it's a, it's a pretty uh, scary time we're living in. But we got to keep our eyes on the Lord and not get knocked off our horses. So anyway, I'm going to try to explain how to do that in my message today. Give us some how-tos, okay? Uh, in, a, in a time of war, there's a lot going on in the unseen realm. And uh, it's a season to be alert and awake, walking in the presence of God daily. I love the worship today, the songs they picked out. It all went along with my message. Thank you, Lord. I was going, thank you, Jesus, for confirmation. Anyway, I love it when that happens. But anyway, um, how do we do this? We do this by taking up our armor daily, putting on the armor of light, the Lord Jesus Christ, asking for the Holy Spirit to come and guide us each day. Uh, before I get out of bed, usually each day, sometimes it happens after I get out of bed, when I go down to start making breakfast or whatever, I, I take up the arm of God, okay? And you might say, well, if you put it on one day, why do you have to put it on every day? Because it's important. Each day when you get up, that you acknowledge, that you acknowledge the armor of God, that you acknowledge that you're a warrior, okay? That you tell the unseen realm, this is who I am. I am in an offensive mode, and you cannot get me because I have this armor on. Okay, and so we got to do that every day. It's very important that we take up the armor of God, okay? And then that we're taking on the armor of light, the Lord Jesus Christ, okay? And I, I try hard, you know, to ask the Lord every day, come, Holy Spirit, lead and guide me today. I have an agenda today. If it's not your agenda today, rearrange it. I don't, I'm not interested in my agenda. Yeah, I got things to do, but if there's something you want me to do, help me to hear what you want me to hear. Speak what you want me to speak. Go where you want me to go. And not be afraid and be bold and confident and speak the word. You know, sometimes it's not always easy to do that. And I guess um, we're going to turn to Ephesians 6 because we need to read the scriptures about the arm of God. But I guess that the way I would describe it is... Um, in the years that Mark and I have been walking with the Lord, there's been different seasons that we've gone through, okay? There's been seasons where it's just been really easy going, and you could do just about anything, you know? And there was blessings, and there was fruit, and it was great. Then there's been other seasons where it's been more difficult. And then there's been seasons where it's just kind of ho-hum, but everything's going on, and it's, you know, not too bad. This is not any of those seasons. This is a season of war in the spirit, okay? And so we have got to be on our toes. And, you know, I don't get this right every day, that's for sure. I'm talking to me, too. Uh, last week when Vic was talking about our unseen self, that is a very important part of it. We have got to walk in such a place of the light of the Lord, taking up that armor of light, that the Lord can show us if there's areas that we need to give to him and change in so we're not ensnared by the traps of the enemy, the landmines that he tries to set for us so that he can snag us, okay? He's not for us. It's like, uh, uh, and Vic read the scripture last week in 1 Peter 5, he walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And if we're not dealing with our stuff, like what Vic was saying last week, we're going to get attacked and we're going to have a difficult time. And we may not even fulfill the plan God has for us. I'm not saying you won't be saved, but you could get taken down some rabbit trail, some plan the enemy has for you that is not what the Lord has at all if you're not paying attention. we got to be paying attention in this hour. So Ephesians 6, 10 to 18, 
says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all this, to stand. Okay, so you take up your armor, you, take up, you put on the Lord Jesus Christ, put on the armor of light, and you're ready. Okay, and you're standing there with your armor of God. That's, that's an offensive uh, just a position, okay? You're on the offense, you know? You're not batting around in the dark because you got your armor on, you're ready to go. You got your sword and spirit, which is the word of God, and you're ready to speak the word into whatever the situation is to counter the lies of the devil. The other thing that I was thinking about that the Lord told us in that prophetic word was that not to believe the lies and myths that are being put forth in this hour. And man, there are a lot of them all over the internet, the TV, daily. So that is something new that when Mark and I first got saved and probably in the first half of our marriage, we didn't have that because we didn't have the internet then and we didn't have all the media then. On one hand, it's a blessing because it's more of a chance to preach the gospel to the whole world. You know, so that's great. But on the other hand, it's also a tool that the enemy can use to broadcast lies through people that are open to him to try to deceive us. And thinks that, that things are okay when they're not okay. You know, so we, we need to know that. We need to be aware and walking in the presence of the Lord, just like we sang today. Come, Lord, come. Come, bring your presence. Spirit of God, bring your presence. Come to us. we got to be in that mode. When, I tell you what, whenever I let my guard down in this season, I can pretty much count on getting tripped up. You know, My day does not go the way I thought it was supposed to go. Uh, I don't get things done. And it seems like the day just flies by. And I think, wow, what happened? You know, I didn't accomplish anything. Okay, now there was a season when that was okay, but this is not that season. It's a season to be listening to the Lord. And if there's something that we're to do, we need to be about doing it, okay? I'm sure, others, I'm sure there's others in this room that experience that too, where you just think, wow, what happened to my day? And you try to think about what you did, and, you know, yeah, you did things you were supposed to do, but, you know, did you miss something? You know, what happened? It flew by. On the other hand, if I set the day off putting on my armor, praying, asking the Holy Spirit to come and lead and guide me, usually... My day gets changed around. And yeah, I might not get done what I thought I needed to do, but if I'm listening to the Lord and do what he says, that's the important thing. Then I'm just blessed with the presence of God, you know, and I can just feel his presence. And when I can feel the tangible presence of God, and you guys can all do that too, when I have that going for me, then I feel like nothing, nothing can defeat me. I feel like I could whip off somebody's head with a sword of the spirit if I needed to because see the spirit of God is working in me on the other hand if I'm not doing that and working my own flesh you know I kind of don't know what I'm doing you know I can easily cower back in a corner and just hide you know and let life go on but that's not who God's called me to be okay the other thing that is really important that we do is that we take every thought captive 2 Corinthians 10, 3 to 6 is that scripture. And that's another one that Vic made reference to last week in dealing with the unseen side of us. But it pertains to our everyday life 
especially now, that we take every thought captive because that's where the battle is. The battle is in our minds. If, if the enemy can get us to be thinking thoughts that we shouldn't be thinking, then he can trip us up, okay? He can trip us up very easily. 2 Corinthians 10 is talking about the spiritual war, starting in verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. Very important that we remember that. We're walking in the flesh, but we don't war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Very important to bring every thought into captivity, okay? So I'll give you an example. This, um, this happened, well, I don't know when it happened. It happened one day when I was out walking the dog, and I was just having all these thoughts. They weren't necessarily bad thoughts, but they weren't positive thoughts either. They were more negative thoughts about me as a person and who I am and what I was feeling at the time. You know, and I kind of let my mind wander down that path for a while, which we can tend to do. We're human. We're normal, you know. And, uh, and then I suddenly realized, wait a minute, what am, I, what am I thinking? This is not who I am. This is not who God made me to be. And as soon as I took authority over that, it was gone just like that. And immediately I felt great. See, it doesn't take a whole lot. It's a matter of being obedient and catching it before it turns into something else. Because I could easily allow my mind to dwell on things that I shouldn't be allowed to dwell on. And I could make a, you know, a whole, a whole, whole big mess out of things, you know, and get depressed and feel awful. And anyway, that's not the spirit of God. That's not what he wants us to be doing in this season, okay? We are the army of God, believers and followers of the Lord Jesus. And we need to be boldly speaking out, speaking the truth of the word of God, proclaiming the good news and the hope of Jesus. We have hope in Jesus. He's our Savior. He's our Lord. We have eternal life through him, okay? All the rest of this stuff is a bunch of baloney, you know? It's not the truth. So that's what we got to speak to others, too. I was having a conversation with my... Uh, and this is something for you parents to be aware of and grandparents. I was having a conversation with my grandson the other day, and uh, we had gone out to the park together, and he was telling me about how all these kids were talking to him about um, how he was, um, there wasn't anybody else that was his size, and it was ridiculous him being that size because everybody else that was his age was bigger than him, you know. And so he, he came over and sat down the bench beside me. This was the playground. was telling me about it. And he said, no, no, I can't get up to those rings, but all the people my age can. Every 8-year-old in this town can. I looked at him. I said, really? I don't think every 8-year-old kid in this town is bigger than you. So whoever told you that is not telling you the truth. See, that had been fed to him. Probably by another kid. Kids can be really nasty and really bad. They can. So it's important that we track with our children. And I told him, I said, Micah, that is not who God made you to be. God made you to be just the size you are. And if somebody questions you about that, just look them in the eye and say, God made me this way. Deal with it. That's what I told him. <laughs> so who knows what will happen from that conversation. But anyway, but that's, we got to encourage our kids. I mean, he was so distressed. He kept going on and on about it. 
Meanwhile, in my mind, I'm thinking, who told him that? Do I know this person? You know, the, the, the Nona, the grandmother, I me. Mean, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out who that is, and I'm going to have a word with him. <laughs> of course, I didn't know. I probably wasn't supposed to know. But anyway, I had thoughts of who it could have been. <laughs> and anyway, this is the type of... Uh, things that can get really distorted. That's from a kid's perspective, but things stick with kids for years. I mean, I can remember things that people told me when I was growing up that still affect me today if I don't take those thoughts captive, you know? And uh, I, th I think one of them I shared with you a while back, I think it was my, this was something I think my dad told me, because I had warned him, we were going, we were going, Mark was with me in that time, when we were going, we were back east for Christmas, and we were going down this road that said, road closed, don't go on it. Well, my father said, it's a shortcut, I'm going to take it. And I said, Dad, don't do that. I just had a bad feeling about it, you know. And I said, don't go on it. And sure enough, had an accident, ran into somebody, and it was a mess, you know. But instead of him saying, wow, you really heard, heard something, he said, you just missed know-it-all. You just missed know-it-all. You saw it, know everything. You know, and I remember growing up, he used to tell me that. And so, but you know what? That was direct conflict to who I am. I mean, I am a prophetic person. Yeah. I'm an ordained prophet. So that was the enemy trying to discourage me from saying things way back when. Okay? I and then I remember growing up, he used to always tell me, oh, you're just a little Miss Because I would know things. I had no idea why I knew them. <laughs> and now it's clear. But then I had no idea why I knew them, you know? So anyway, it's really important that we take those uh, thoughts captive, okay? Romans 15, 13 Amen. says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Amplified Bible has a word for overflow. It says bubbling over. So we're to be bubbling over with the Holy Spirit. I like that. Yeah, when I'm bubbling over with the Holy Spirit, I can talk to people about Christ, you know, and, you know, I'm not afraid. If I'm not bubbling over in the Holy Spirit, I can mess it up big time, you know, and try to do it in my own flesh. It doesn't really work out too well. So hope is one of the three great virtues. I think my watch, not my one. Oh, I see it up there. Never mind. Hope is one of the three great virtues that are, where's my page here? The three great virtues and the others are being love and faith. It's hope that pulls love and faith. Without hope, everything would stop. But we have our hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. So it's our hope in the Lord that fuels our faith and our love. And we, we really need to exercise ourselves in that. And 2 Corinthians 3.12 says, Therefore, Having such a hope, we use great boldness in our speech, okay? And then if you go down to verses 17 to 18, it says, Now the Lord is a spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the spirit of the Lord, Okay. So we're being transformed daily from image to image. Hopefully we're being transformed. And um, uh, I was reading about uh, Paul. You know, Paul uh, talked about the various stages of where he was at in his walk with the Lord. He said, 
you know, oh, I'm this way, I'm that way. And in the end, the very end, one of the last things he said is, I'm the least of all apostles. I know nothing. And so I was reading, um, reading, about, reading up about that. It said it's because he was allowing the Lord to change him. He was recognizing that he was nothing without Christ. Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's who we are. That's who we are. That's our basic foundation. I know Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's who I am. I'm saved by grace, by the blood of the Lamb. Anything else that I try to do is nothing unless it's for the Lord. And that's what he was saying. He was saying he went from this stage to this stage. So finally he said, I am the least of the apostles, you know, and yet we have this hope in Christ. And so we're being changed from glory to glory. So don't feel bad if you're in a season where you're just being challenged or things are rough in your life right now. You're probably being transformed from glory to glory. It might not feel like you're being transformed. <laughs> Usually it doesn't with me. When I'm being transformed, I don't like it. I don't like to be transformed. But anyway, usually it turns out for the better, you know. And so we have to remember that that is who we're called to be. And then we'll be bold and confident. And then Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And if there's ever a time of need, it's right now. And we need to come boldly to the throne of grace, and he will give us that mercy. And he will enable us to be wise in this hour that we're in. So this is the season we're in. Um, I don't think there's anything we can do about it. It's just where we are right now in the timeline, God's timeline. But what we can do about it is we can take those steps, you know, in the morning, put on the armor of light, confess who you are, ask the Holy Spirit to come and lean and guide you, and then go boldly out the door to whatever you're going to go do to your job or whatever, and be ready to hear from the Lord, because he will speak to you. We can't be um, uh, bullied. Right, right now, it seems like the thing that's happening in the spiritual realm to me is there's a real sense of bullying. I think the uh, devil knows his time is getting short, and so he's, he's pulled out old plugs. He's trying to, you know, give it to us with everything he's got. And so it feels like a, a bullying type of spirit, you know, and it, it's very um, resistant to us. So we need to know that so we don't think it's just us, something that we're doing, okay? It, it isn't you. It, it's a battle in the spiritual realm going on in the unseen realm. And, you know, we're not ignorant. We be we're believers. We can believe the Word of God. It, it's really important to quote the Word of God, too, when you see this going on. You know, quote it. It says, draw an eye to God, and he will draw an eye to you. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So, uh, just like when I, you know, that little example I gave you of going on the walk, it was just a, a little thing happening. You know, there's other more major things than that that I've been encountering. But that's how quickly it left as soon as I recognized it and took authority over it, you know? It's amazing. Just gone like that. My mind, my mindset changed. You know, I was praising God, and I was good to go for that day, you know. The next day's another day. <laughs> you know, it doesn't just, you know, come easily. So let's encourage one another in the hope of the Lord and walk in that place of, uh, grace and coming boldly to the throne of grace and not give up. And that was another thing I liked about the songs today. A lot of them were very victorious songs about who we are. And that's what we need to speak. Part of the problem is that 
the body of Christ in America right now is not really speaking the truth. There's a lot of things that are going on in the schools. Uh, this woke, the woke, whatever that woke society is. It's the, the opposite of who we are. But anyway, you're always thinking about the woke. I'm thinking, woke? Are they asleep and they woke up? What are they, you know? But anyway, anyway, that's yeah, kind of a joke. But anyway, they're the ones that are doing the things that are counter to the word of God. So there are things that you can get involved in, skirmishes that probably aren't worth getting involved in. You can kind of overlook some things. But if somebody is doing something that is contrary to the word of God, then we need to step out and speak about it, okay? If there are things going on in your kids' schools that you know are not according to the word of God, you need to step out and speak about it. And don't be afraid of what you think is going to happen. You know, who cares? The Lord is with us. We got to do what he tells us to do. The... Uh, the uh, enemy and the people he's stirring up are certainly speaking out, speaking all kinds of stuff, telling us what we have to do. We have to do this, or we can't go here, or we have to do that, or we can't. You know, it's just a bunch of lies and myths. We need to listen to God, and especially our kids. There's so many things happening in our kids' schools right now. It's just, it's just crazy. I was uh, reading some of the stuff going on in Acreage where my grandkids go to school, and you know, it just makes me mad. I just want to, you know, go in there and lop off some heads. Of course, I can't do that, but, you know, <laughs> that's, that's the, the Nona in me. But anyway, it's important that we speak the truth. And then when somebody, whether, especially if it's somebody in authority, like a teacher saying something to your kid that's not true, you got to be sure and tell them what's true so they don't believe that. They, they're very important, this next generation, they've got to hear the truth. We've got to start speaking the truth more. And like I said, if it's something major, like if there's abortion, we know that's not in the Word of God. So if somebody's starting to do a thing about that, we can certainly speak up, read the scriptures on that, okay? And, you know, just be thinking about that and don't allow things to just go past you. You, you might have, like, sometimes I'll have a check about something, and then I won't always address it, because I'm not always, you know, you're not always sure what's happening. It's good to stop and ask the Lord, okay, Lord, what is going on here? Is there something here that I need to address? Because, again, the season we're in, the enemy likes to muddle things up so we don't see it, you know. But the Lord is our shepherd. He wants to lead us and guide us. He loves us. He wants to lead us to the green pastures, cause us to lie down by the, the still waters, and he will if we listen. Yeah. But he's given us each a free will, and he is not going to go against our will. That's not who our God is. He's not, he's not a, uh, a dictator, you know. He's a compassionate father. And he wants to lead and guide us. But we have to allow him to lead and guide us, okay? So let's, let's have our, our eyes open, our ears open. Oh, that's another thing I was going to tell you. The other thing that I do uh, when I get up is I ask the Lord to anoint my five senses. Lord, anoint my eyes so I can see what you want me to see today. Anoint my ears. Open my ears to hear what you're speaking. Anoint my nose that I have your divine sense of smell. My mouth that I would speak what you want me to speak and pray what you want me to pray. And if you do that, he'll, he'll, he'll honor that. For a long time I thought, the nose, why do I need a sense of smell? Well, one reason I remembered, and I wasn't thinking about this before, but it just came to my mind. It must be supposed to tell you. We were getting ready to go to a women's retreat. And um, I was leaving my house. Mark wasn't there at the time. There was some women picking me up. And I thought I smelled something. I thought, what do I smell? 
you know, so I said, wait a minute, guys, I'm not going yet, you know. So I went back in the house, went around, went upstairs, walked around. I thought, it smells like, is there smoke happening in here? I thought, that's smoke I smell. Anyway, so one of the ladies, her husband was an electrician, so she called him over, and sure enough, the upstairs fan in the bathroom had some kind of an electrical thing going on, and if I wouldn't have caught that, the house probably would have burned down. That was me listening to the Spirit of God, where I actually heard him. So it's important that we hear what is going on in the physical realm, okay? I mean, I was gone for three days, and I think Mark was out of town. So if I wouldn't have caught that, who knows? I wouldn't have even known what was happening. The thing could have burned to the ground. The Lord wants to save us from those things. He wants to protect us. But we got to be listening. I mean, I nearly didn't do anything because I thought, eh, it can't be anything. I went around and sniffed everywhere. I thought, yeah, there's a faint smell of smoke. Yeah, I better check it out, you know. I mean, I'm not an electrician, far from it, you know. So, but anyway, thankfully, my friend's husband was. So anyway, let's be bold and be confident. Walk carefully in the season, sensitively, like walking through thorny terrain. And let's be alert to what God is doing. What that say in the Message Bible? Be up and be awake to what God is doing. We need to be up and awake to what God is doing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to close in prayer. I'm going to pray for, for all of you guys now, okay? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit our website, whitefieldsalaska.com. Thanks again for listening, and may God bless you today.